What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. As always, bringing you incredible dynamic guests. My next guest is an author, speaker, award-winning, best-selling Amazon author, and known for her quirky titles. Please welcome Mary. Mary, thank you for joining us today. I'm digging your titles, so we're going to jump into that and let the audience know what they are in a moment. But let's kind of get into, as an author, and I love talking to authors, you guys are my favorite, um, what got you into wanting to be an author? Well, hello, everybody. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today. You know, uh, desire that I had all these um, ideas. I love to write in fantasy because reality is too real. So that's where I love to go. And um, this is my second career. I mean, I my degree more is um, um, finance and accounting. And um, I raised a family, worked part-time, volunteered. And as the kids started to um, adult and go on to college, I said, I have all these ideas. I've got to prove to myself that I can write a manuscript. And I am an overnight success, a 10-year overnight success. Because a little over 10 years ago, my journey began. Always put on the back burner because of other responsibilities, but that's where it began. And um, my, as you mentioned, I am known for my quirky titles. That's how my stories begin. I start with that quirky title and then I develop the um, storyline in my head, and then I develop the characters and I take it from there. But those quirky titles are actually influenced by something that takes place in my life. And they are, um, they're adorable backgrounds. So before we get into the titles, so I want to ask you, you, so you were in finance and now you're like, you're creating fiction type novels, like almost like you're using both sides of your brain. Was it like, where did you always have a desire when you were in finance to do that? No. And I'll tell you, honestly, it's a great question because it was not until I reached my um, early forties that I noticed, I remember writing, I wanted to write before that. And I always had an issue. Maybe it's just me. It was that editing process. I just couldn't get it to focus, got into my forties. And all of a sudden I realized something else was changing and your body does change. And I found it easier to concentrate on the concept and the editing. It's like my brain was fighting me before. And at that point it wasn't fighting me anymore. It was like, okay, I give up. That's it. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> it's like the creative side of you is just like, yes. okay, I'm ready to come out yes. now. It's time. Yes. I love that. Cause that's so interesting. I love talking to people that have that, that talent to use both sides of their brain, because that's a, that's very unique. You are, you're either right, right sided or left sided. So uh, tell us about your first novel and what the name of it is. Oh, my debut novel. And I'm a traditionally published author. As I said, it took me 10 years to sign my first contract. It was with the small publishing house and it, it is a, Mystery romance intertwined with a supernatural twist. It is titled Tiger's Love, Bubble Bath, and Obsession Perfume. Who knew? <laughs> and 
it, I was so influenced several years ago, I visited a wildlife refuge in St. Augustine, Florida. And um, at that point, Tiger King was not the big thing yeah. it had become. But this is a wildlife reserve for cats. I don't mean kittens, those big cats, yeah. lions and tigers and panthers. And it's actually an old folks home oh, wow. for them because they are, they could be left over from TV shows, from movies, or at that point back then, people were allowed to have them as pets and they were ready to take off their heads. So they would have to be picked up by this wildlife refuge. Yeah. And the end of the tour, I come to this um, vat, 16 feet wide, five feet high. It's overflowing with bubbles. And um, we're behind a very, very thin cage. And there's a wildlife handler standing on the ladder. Yeah. And there's a plank. So out walks this Siberian tiger, just beautiful, 600-pound yeah. Siberian tiger. Looks like he's taking off his robe. He immediately slips into this bubble bath and sticks <laughs> his tongue out at the wildlife handler. And she sprays obsession perfume on his tongue. Oh, that's so bizarre. Like, right. Like he is, this is his cocktail. Yeah. And he's lapping it up. And he, at, she's behind even a thinner screen. And he licks her face. And she sprays more obsession perfume. Wow. The obsession perfume calms them down, the tigers. They love it. And they use it to calm them in the wild. It attracts them. They spray it on rocks and everything. And one of the things when I go in front of an audience, they people don't believe it. This is actually true. You can see them on the internet. They would sit in a bubble bath all day. I mean, they wow. sleep all day. Now they'll just like lounge yeah. in these bubble baths. They love it. So I said to myself, it became it, the title became a metaphor because these big cats, these tigers in particular, were tossed aside like an old shoe. So that was the metaphor for tiger's love, bubble baths and obsession perfume. Who knew? It became the metaphor for a woman um, midlife, married yeah. for 25 years, tossed aside like an old shoe for a younger version. So she's ready to celebrate her 25th wedding anniversary. And the hubby says, see you later. So she has to start out fresh and new and in tigers because it is a murder mystery poor thing i ha she has to deal with murder after murder after murder yeah. is it her will she be next so wow that's good you have a, a copy of the book that you can show us i do i do and i am so humbled and thrilled it has won eight awards and the cover oh, has a tiger in a bubble bath yeah, I love it. That's awesome. And I get I get such fabulous feedbacks from the title. People love the title. No, I love it. I love it. Is it an easy read? It's an easy read. Yes. You know, as I said, I love to write in fantasy. And if you just want to pick up something, curl up with a glass of wine, yeah, you don't have to study anything. Just, you know, relax and enjoy. And so how long did it take you to finish writing that book? Um, usually it takes me a good year. 
to finish writing a book. And that was my fourth manuscript. And um, as I said, I began a little over 10 years ago, I would write. And back then, we still had snail mail. And you had publishing houses that were still open to um, review your manuscripts. The whole world changed. And um, they really shut down. And um, but there's still some publishing houses that are willing to look at your work. But then again, we went from snail mail to submitting everything um, online. So um, it does take me about a year. That was, as I said, my fourth manuscript takes me about a year to write. And then you're hoping to get a publisher interested. And then it takes another good year to go through editing before the book is published. Wow. Okay. And so once you got published, so what was that trajectory like once you released the book? That had to be not only just so satisfying for you, but probably like surreal. It was unbelievable. And I was already approaching a big birthday and I had said, God, how old am I going to be before this ever happens? I mean, I have so much patience, but I was running out of patience. Yeah. Right before the big birthday, the contract came. So he just said, ha ha, laughing. You know, I told you I'd take care of you. So it was surreal. It's wonderful. You sign the contract, but then reality hits. Um, I'm with a small publishing house. They only do a little bit of marketing. You have to market, as you know yourself. I'm on social media. I work with, with a social media person. It's a lot of work. I spend my mornings, I write, I have all these ideas, and then I spend my afternoon marketing. And I love to go on podcasts. So I'm constantly, um, you know, feeding into those and hoping somebody's interested. But but it's wonderful. And for me, it's a passion. And Deanna, it has helped me. Um, You and I were talking about a a previous podcast you had that it just hit home with me, your midlife and the crisis you feel. I I had gone through a very bad time, severe anxiety when my last, I have three kids, when the last one was ready to graduate from college, something hit. And um, it's like I had to come to terms with the fact that my family unit was dead. Those babies I raised, those toddlers I chased, the teenagers I stayed up all night. And my writing was such a part of my life that really helped me through that time and therapy and medication. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's just be real. Yeah, let's be real. (laughs) But you know what, though? I mean, there's probably women listening to this that can relate, you know, I mean, because it's a very real thing that, you know, this is reality. This is what Mm -hmm. we go through. So thank you for just saying it. So like, this is what it is, you know, because I think that some women maybe struggle with like um, talking about it and like, oh my gosh, just being aware of what's really happening around them. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Can we get a round of applause today? Woo! Today I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not so private parts. I'm talking about leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. And let me tell you something. Oh, it smells so good. My man wears this every day. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com 
and use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off of free shipping and but look at your career now, so your second <laughs> career. Let's let, I just, well, how do you compare it to your first one being in finance to what you're doing now? <laughs> oh, it's totally the opposite side of the spectrum. That was, that was, well, back then we went into the office. Right. So if you weren't, and I just went through this with the, my kids and the millennials, if you weren't at your desk at 9 a.m., yeah. boy, if they got you three strikes, you were out. Yeah. So the, you know, the younger generation, they live in such a different world. We have to laugh and you have to be at your desk nine to five. You know, you got that hour lunch, but um, the world has changed and it's totally different than creating. Then I had to do a job to make a living. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm making a living, but I'm also creating and I just love to think in that fantasy realm and just to come up with different ideas. Do you think that this is more in line with your purpose versus what you've been doing your whole life? It's a journey. We each have that purpose and um, you go through everything you go through in your life for a reason to get you to that point. And um, I believe that journey never ends until you are totally gone and you can rest in peace. But we are always working. I I mean, every day I am learning. I am um, just dealing with um, the new aspects of my life. And yes, um, most are good. Some can be bad. And but it's a journey, you know, and I always say count your blessings. Yeah. Amen to that. I, well, we're on the same page. I, I totally, yeah. it's all about the journey, not the destination, right? right? Because once we reach that destination, that that means that we are no longer here on this planet. So it's all about getting through, you know, the life, the be- life, the best way we know how, and to hopefully fulfill our purpose along the way yeah. in, in, in inspire and inspire and serve others. Because I think that that ultimately we all are here to do that. Um, what would you say for any woman or even a man that might be at a different point in their life at a crossroads and are considering they've always thought about maybe writing a book but haven't really you know pulled the trigger to do it what would be your advice to them um number first thing is to love yourself because and to have that faith if i if you have a passion in your heart and maybe it's not for writing Maybe it's something else artistically. You have a passion and you know it because you can't wait to get out of bed and get your day going. And your heart just beats around this passion. You have that passion. Never, ever give up on yourself because nobody's going to come to you and say, hey, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. As you know, you have to prove yourself and prove yourself. And it takes one person to have faith in you. So that's how I found that one person to have faith in me and say, Hey, Mary, we're going to, you know, take a chance on you. And it's all stepping stones, but never give up on yourself and always have faith in what you believe in. And, um, and I can promise you, it'll happen for you that overnight, it took me over 10 years. But if you have the patience, and this is your love, it'll happen for you. Just stick with it. Did you ever feel like giving up at a certain point? Um, I didn't because for me, it was such a joy. And as I said, it has helped me through that difficult time in my life. 
And we had, you know, when we were speaking earlier about it, the other thing I wanted to throw out was um, I was embarrassed by it. You know, we wear so many hats. Yeah. Um, how could this be happening to me? I'm a woman. I can handle anything. Well, I couldn't handle it, but I was embarrassed by it. So that's the other thing. Never be embarrassed about it. The younger um, generation, they are wonderful with speaking out about things. Yeah. Whereas we may hold it back and say, oh, I can handle this. But yeah, that's the journey. Okay. So now you have a new book. Yes. Yeah. What's the name of that book? Again, a quirky title, The Girl in the Twal Wallpaper. Now, Twal is a part of our everyday lives. I always get jokes. People uh, will interview me and they go, Mary, is that the girl on the toilet wallpaper? Yeah, no. yeah. that's what I, like when I saw that, I had to look at that twice. Like, okay, wait, I'm confused. <laughs> well, Twal is very much a part of our everyday lives. And it is a very artistic wall covering or fabric or uh, a decor. I'm just going to pull up. It tells oh, a story. Okay. Right. Yeah. You can yeah. see yeah. and it can be anything. It can be contemporary. It can be old fashioned, but yeah. it's two toned, very, very bright colors. And I was always so attracted to twelve. I had it in my home when I lived up north um, in Connecticut. And um, I would walk by this toile and I would look at it and I saw people having fun. Well, I said, okay, there's romance there. There's betrayal. There's this, there's that. And I wrote the story about it. And now, not only do you look at toile, I take you into the imaginary world of living in a toile because this is a fantasy adventure intertwined with romances and it's the first of my star writers trilogy and um but but i love romance and to put you into the world where i'm taking you from like a young age romance to the first time romance unfortunately there's an end to a romance and it's just it's just i love to include that in my writing Wow. And so there is, so just the, the wallpaper inspired you or was there something that happened that, that you were like, Hmm, I'm going to write about this. Well, um, also part of my life at that time, the ideas, like I will walk around with a notebook and, um, I'll get ideas for names and titles. I love to just write down quirky titles. So we, at the time, um, my oldest was studying abroad in Italy. So I visited Florence, I visited surrounding and Siena. That was, I was influenced so much by that. So the Girl on the Toile Wallpaper is a contemporary story, but I take you back to a time in history where family loyalty was everything and you had to marry who they told you to marry Wow. Um, in Italy. And well, my heroine, my protagonist, Lily, wants what the heart wants. And there's my story because the the noblemen don't want her to have her heart. So yeah, she gets forevermore. Will she be in the twelve wallpaper or? Yeah. Now this is the book right there beside you, right? Yes, that's right behind me. The girl in the twelve wallpaper, and wow. um, this I'm with a new publishing house for the trilogy. You would think as um, a, a published author. 
but every publishing house is different. different. And they did not want to deal with the trilogy. And this other, um, an all-woman publishing house, Indigner House, they're incredible. Um, They wanted to deal with the trilogy. So they create the cover, and you could see it has the the trawl on it. So it's so so, so creative. The covers one, the book, The Girl in the Twelve Wallpaper on Friday. Again, I'm just so thrilled and humbled. Um, New York City, Gabby, big book award for fantasy. Um, it won. Congratulations. So, thank you. Where can people find you, buy your books, connect with you? All, can you plug all your links? Yes. Now, as a, a traditionally published author, my books are everywhere. But people, if you like Amazon, I'm there. If you want Barnes & Noble, walk in or online, I'm there. Any independent bookstores, I always push them. They have struggled yeah. through COVID. So maybe my book isn't on the shelf, but they get it for you the next day. Yeah. And also, you can visit my author website, www.mary, M-A-R-Y-K, Savarese.com. You can connect with me there, sign up for a chance to win a book. Um, I, I bring you to the links. I do 12 rooms and um, you get to see things about the tigers. Um, and uh, it, it's a fun site. And also I have a new site that I began, um, the Star Writers Trilogy, where I try to bring in because the book was reviewed and it's young adult and older. So I try to bring in something for young adults on the Star Writers um, Trilogy. Very cool. You got, and you're on social media too, correct? Oh, I I have to be on social media. Yes. I'm on all Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, (laughs) Twitter. We have to be on. It's fun. It's fun. Al, you guys, I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. So don't hesitate to connect with Mary, go yes. check out her book. If you're a fan of fiction, fantasy, go buy it and let her know how much you enjoyed it. So Mary, this is the point of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? Yes. No matter what age you are, as I said, if you have a passion in your heart, never, ever give up on yourself. It'll happen for you stick with it, love yourself, number one, and then it, you'll take it from there. And don't let people put you down, go la, 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 mm-hmm. because there's always somebody who's jealous of you will just put you down. Don't yeah. give in, stick yeah. with your heart. I love it. Amen. On that note, yeah. Mary, yeah. thank you so much for being a guest. Congratulations on all your success and finding your new purpose and your new uh, journey in life. And I'm, I'm looking forward to watching all of your success in your star rise. Thank you so very much, Jan. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today in your audience. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.